to you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm your host, Kevin Millard. Thank you very much for joining me this morning on the program. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And I hope you're having a good morning and a good weekend. A little cool out there this morning. A little bit of just a light breeze just to kind of put a little snap in the air. I think this is, correct me if I'm right, this is kind of what winter is supposed to be like, I think. I, I don't, I don't, you know, now all we need is a, a little, uh, a little snow and we, uh, we're, we're all set. I don't, I, you know, I, I don't, uh, I, I think the, uh, big snowstorm kind of went a little further east and south. So that's, uh, good news for folks down in, uh, Vernon and Crawford counties. Anyway, I think uh, probably got a little. I, I got a little bit of snow. I know, but uh, uh, certainly not as much as uh, other places that were. I think there were some places that were what predicting what, ten inches of snow or more in some places in southeastern Wisconsin. You know, one or two here and there. You know, that's not. You know, you can handle the. the Nobody, nobody likes ten inches of snow all at once. That's just not, uh, not any fun to have to deal with. It just kind of is a pain in the butt. But hey, it's already January eleventh, and you know we're. I guess can you really say you're ha- we're halfway through? It kind of feels like it though. You know, it's like okay, we're into January. We can tough it out. It's going to be a little cold next week, but you know. I guess I just got, it's like, okay, we're January, we get through this, then it's, you know, short month of February, then into March, and yeah, yeah, I know we get a lot of snow in March, it usually seems to be right around basketball time, but, basketball tournament time, and, but, I guess we'll just have to see how it plays out, but, anyhow, it's, uh, it's not bad out there right now, if, you know, if you got the, uh, the, the portable, you know, if you got a shanty already set up, or, you got a portable one? I think you'll uh, should be all right today. Shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be too bad anyway. I don't know, something's I, I'm trying to get a uh, at least a reasonably current fishing report anyway, and uh, not too bad out there. Uh, let's uh, let's just kind of hop into the uh, uh, the hot spot here. Um, I think uh, you know if I'm going to try someplace this weekend, I think I'm going to try. Uh, I'm going to try Lake on Alaska, getting some decent reports of, uh, you know, a few, uh, a few perch in there, decent perch. But you got to do a little sorting, of course, but, um, you know, I think if, if you're going to be headed out, that might not be, uh, a bad place to try. Just, you know, be careful with the ice and everything. It's, uh. 
just, you know, if there's an area where there was a little current or, you know, some of those little springs that are bubbling up might be a little on the, the thin side there. And I haven't had a chance to get up that way in the last several days. So I honestly don't know if I, I don't know if people are driving out there, but you know, there's probably oh a good six, eight inches of ice out there at least, if not maybe a little bit more, but I don't know about driving there on there, but yeah, you might be able to get an ATV or maybe a snowmobile out there. Just be, just be real careful when you're, uh, when you're out there. So, but you know, it, it just, it's kind of a, I, I don't know if it's just the, with the weather just kind of moving all over the place or it just, it, it's been kind of eh, a little hit and miss from what, uh, uh, what I'm seeing and hearing anyway, but you know, the perch bites doing okay. Um, yeah, still find an okay panfish bite. I think you gotta, you know, I think you're gonna have to work for it a little bit more than, uh, um, than normal. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if you're going for panfish, yeah, I think you can probably do all right. Uh, like I said, the perch bites, uh, you know, fair right now. Um, just uh, just some some minnows and jig and a minnow combination. Same for uh, um, for crappie as well. Uh, bluegill bite isn't uh, isn't doing too bad. They're biting on waxies uh, right now and. Um, Again, you have to do a little bit of with bluegills. It seems it never fails. You always have to seem. It always seems like you have to do a, a lot of sorting. But you know, once in a while, you you catch a break and you you land on top of the the nice sized ones. But hopefully, uh, and hopefully you'll you'll catch that little break and be able to do that. But sometimes it's it's more of a challenge here. But uh, now that this. Uh, Front has kind of moved through. I think, you know, things might get back a little bit. You know, we're going to have a good sun, sunny day today, and unfortunately the temperature is not going to kind of cooperate. It, bundle up if you're you're headed out. But, yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, as far as, you know, walleye and things like that, it's okay. Um, seeing, you know, in some of the backwater areas, some of the little sloughs and things like that kind of adjacent to the, uh, the main channel, a few walleyes being caught in there, um, you know, up by uh, uh, Trempolo, up by the Lock and Dam. And, I, I, you know, I think Dresback for that matter, too, um, and probably Genoa. Um, but some of those adjacent areas off the uh, off the main channel there, I might find a few decent walleyes. Um, haven't really heard any reports of, of decent-sized ones, uh, or Sauger, for that matter, decent-sized ones being uh, being caught. Um, so, uh, it's, uh, a bit of a, ch- I, I think if you were, if you wanted to head out and, and do, uh, do well with, uh, with fishing today, at least catch a, a mess of them to worthwhile for a, uh, for a meal, I think I'd be headed out, you know, like a, a lake on Alaska or the three lakes area. Um, you know, if you wanted to head a little further South down by Stoddard, some of those areas in there, um, are going to be, you know. Those are always sort of the the go to spots as far as uh, excuse me, as far as uh, the panfish bite goes. Um, but again, uh, you know, uh, walleye bite. If you want to do a little vertical jigging with twister tra- twister tails, um, same for sauger as well. Jigging a minnow combination. Uh, nothing terribly elaborate or terribly fancy. Um, you know, 
take some waxies along, take some minnows along, and uh, I I think uh, you know if you find the fish that are cooperating anyway, I think you'll uh, you'll do okay. But again, it's you know it's eh, a little so-so. I'm going to just check one other thing here real quick and check the. Uh, now, this is a couple days old, but not too bad anyway. Um, do a little uh, ice fishing, or ice fishing, trout fishing uh, over in Iowa. Uh, and the early season here in Wisconsin as well, the catch and release season. Um, might be a little slow there as well. Now that the uh, the front has moved through, things have cooled off just a little bit. Um, but... That might be kind of a, another alternative if you're looking for at least a little something different anyway is uh, head down into some of the coolies down in there and maybe uh, cast a line into the water. I mean, you certainly don't have to worry about, you know, lots of snow cover or uh, I think a lot of ice either, um, at least according to this report anyway. So um, I think you might you might do all right. It's, again, going to be pretty cold. The nice thing is, you know, you're not going to have to at least to get to the streams anyway, uh, you know, you're not going to have to trudge through a, a lot of snow or anything like that. I suppose if you know, there might be, I'm sure there probably is some, if you had, you know, further south, uh, the further south you go into to, to Vernon County or, you know, even down to into Crawford County as well. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it shouldn't, uh, that, that would be kind of fun. And it, you know, certainly is, uh, at least the sunshine makes it seem warm anyway. <laughs> and, you know, the nice thing is about, if you want to do a little early season trout fishing anyway, you don't have to get up at the the crack of dawn to get out there and, and get the fish. They certainly, uh, this time of year, they like to sleep in. <laughs> Let's just put it, put it that way, you know. Take their time leisurely, have a cup of coffee. You know, they just want to relax a little bit. <clears throat> Anyhow. Uh, but yeah, so if you want to, you know, head out there and check that out, that is certainly another, uh, option you don't want to overlook. Like I said, you could either, uh, you know, the early season here in Wisconsin, uh, head over to, head down to Iowa and check out some of the streams down there. They certainly, uh, there's certainly a, a, a bunch of them and they just don't get a ton of pressure. It's kind of a, uh, I don't want to say untapped resource because, you know, certainly if you're into trout fishing, then you know about it, but. Um, there's, uh, it's just not, uh, uh, a huge amount of pressure this time of year, certainly. So those are some, uh, some options that you might want to think about, but yeah, that's kind of the, uh, a look at the, uh, the conditions report, so to speak, uh, and the hotspot report here this morning brought to you by, uh, the folks at powerhouse Marina, uh, in lacrosse here. Uh, and again, checking, uh, checking conditions right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, water temperature and the conditions are being report, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in uh, in Toma uh, as well. Conditions, uh, you know, the water temperature just a notch above 32 uh, pretty much across the board. So uh, no terrible surprise there. Um, little, uh, a little disappointed in the, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know if, if they're just kind of messing around a little bit with all the... Uh, the river stage here, but it's, it's, it was at about eight, four on Wednesday. Now it's down to uh seven, three. So, I mean, it's come down, you know, 
better than a foot in the last several days. So that's you know going to have a little bit of an impact here. Hopefully, it'll stay reasonably stable here for the next uh, uh, several days, at least you know through the weekend. But boy, they just it just does not uh, does not want to come down here. I don't know where all this water is coming from, but it's. Uh, yeah, it was down to about seven feet uh, on Thursday, and then uh, it's jumped back up three-tenths of a foot here. So it'll kind of shuffle things around a little bit, and once the fish get uh, <coughs> excuse me, get settled down, then uh, um, they'll, uh, they'll get back to it. I think that's maybe why the fishing is just a little bit, a little bit on the slow side here, uh, at least in uh, you know, areas adjacent to and in the main channel, so. Uh, that is a look at the uh, the conditions report here this morning, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. Uh, it is uh, eight twenty one. I, I got to uh, take a break here and get my guest on the phone. Uh, I'm going to be speaking with uh, a guy who uh, this is actually pretty cool, uh, and uh, going to be talking to Bill Whiteside from Eau Claire, um, and he has uh, he is a coach for the uh, U.S. National Ice Fishing Team which is pretty cool. Uh, he also was a, a participant as well. He uh, uh, also won a gold medal uh, in the uh, international championship when it was in Rhinelander in 2010. So I uh, had some good conversations with him already, kind of setting up the show for today. And uh, Bill is on his way uh, out west to do some fishing in the Dakotas. So uh, I'm going to get him, try and get him on the phone here, and we'll see what we can come up with. But uh, uh, yeah, great guy, and I, I, I think it's going to be a good conversation. We're going to, uh, I, I think you'll come away with some, some fun stuff and some good information. Uh, certainly, he, he knows about ice fishing. There's no doubt about that. So uh, we'll chat with Bill Whiteside in just a couple of moments. Take a break and be back with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Some people have a summer home. Ask me, this winter home is way better. Sure, it looks like a shack, but it's on the water. Keeps the cold out, plenty of seats. Just watch out for the bucket butt. And the fish are biting thanks to Roscoe's live bait. They're like my ice fishing interior decorator and accessorizer. The moral of the story is it's okay to call your ice shanty your second home. And Jigs to Gear Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma is your ice fishing headquarters. Buy any rod and reel, get a free line setup. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes. Save big money in your next project with 11% off everything right now at Menards. Check out our huge selection of floor and wall tile. Ronyo tiles are beautiful and durable. They're easy to maintain and add style to any room. Get 6 by 36 Fenwood porcelain tile for $3.46 each after 11% off. Sale prices are good through Saturday, January 11th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma.
WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. Joining me on the phone right now is uh, a coach for the U.S. National Ice Fishing Team, Bill Whiteside from Eau Claire. Good morning, Bill. Thank you very much for joining me on the show this morning. I appreciate it. Yeah, good morning. Uh, um, happy to be here with you. Well, uh, uh, anyway, any uh, people haven't heard, my name is uh, Billy Whiteside mm-hmm. from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Yep. And uh, I can continue. Well, I was a fisherman on the USA Ice Fishing Team for four years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd like to tell you a little bit about uh, the World Championship itself. Right, exactly. They and only have uh, one World Championship ice fishing a year. Once once a year they have the, mm-hmm. the tournament. Uh, and it's possible, like in 2021, 2022, USA might host it here in USA. But usually it's a, a different country every year mm-hmm. and stuff, you know. And uh uh like to kind of share some of the basic rules for the competition. Sure. Probably a lot of people don't have an idea how it's run or how they it, do it. You it know, doesn't it doesn't some of the it's it's not run just like a normal ice fishing derby. <laughs> no, no, it's a little different. <laughs> uh they have uh you know, different rules. It's set up um actually the Russians kind of set the uh the rules and everything for it. It's a little different, you know, different mm-hmm. kind of fish. Sure. And uh, different species over there, of course. Mm-hmm. But we're over here. It was sunfish, crappie, perch, and about any rough fish counted uh, the uh, like the game fish, uh, walleyes, northern bass, sure. and so on. Now they you couldn't keep those and, and weigh those in. Mm-hmm. And anyway, uh, it's it's uh, like a two day tournament. Okay, uh, three hours each day. Usually Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday, three hours each day, and then. Uh, um, each, each country will have one fisherman in five zones. They have like five zones they set up. Mm-hmm. And so you have, you know, five fishermen from each country in those different zones. And the zones are probably about, uh, the size of, uh, one or two football fields. Gives you an idea. It's not a real big area where they set it up, you know. Okay. And they go by total weight each day and each day is separate. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they separate the two days in case you decide to have a different fisherman the second day. Uh, you can actually have six people that can fish in the combination of the two days. So what the U.S. did is there was a person that didn't can't do as well the first day. He would sit out the second day in the alternate. We call the alternate, which mm-hmm. would, would be the sixth person to come and fish the second day. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Another thing, there's no electronics, mm-hmm. no power augers, and no shacks. <laughs> you know, I can't use any of that. So it's kind of like, kind of like when I started 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, um, back to old school. Except for the hand augers, are a lot faster nowadays. Yeah. You know, no doubt about that. You know, and uh, there's no prize money. It's uh, uh, gold, silver, and bronze medals mm-hmm. are given out to the teams and the individual winners. You know, it's set up uh, probably just like the Olympics, you know. And uh, and also, I was supposed to coach, the, I should say help coach, 
uh, in Lithuania this year, but I just got some disappointing news that uh, uh, because of the uh, no ice and the warm forecast, they had to cancel the tournament this year. Very disappointing for our whole team and everything, but uh, I guess you can't do nothing about Mother Nature. You yeah, know? <laughs> you can control yeah. a lot of things, but that's that's not that's not one. Say so, a question for you, Bill. Where are sure. the, the 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 team members that that were going to fish uh, in Lithuania this year? Where are they all from? Are they all from the Upper Midwest, or are they from around the country? Yeah, yeah. Most of them are are are. are let's see. There's, I think, this year. There's two from Wisconsin, one from Minnesota, and three from Michigan. Okay. And the head coach, Myron Gilbert, he's from Michigan also. Okay. Now, But uh, anyone in the whole USA could try out for the team. It's a matter of, uh, you know, finding out when they're at. And uh, it's usually like a two- to three-day trial. You get there on Friday, and you're, you're done by Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they have enough heat for... They really do find, I think, the best fishermen because, you know, you might get lucky and get one hole and and uh, catch a lot of fish, but they have several heats where, you know, the, the fishermen that are going to ultimately catch the fish are, are going right. to, you know, get by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 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 yeah, it's, and, and like, you know, like the Olympics, uh, there are, you know, the tryouts and, and things like that. And, uh, things like that. Now, you were saying when we were speaking earlier this week, the the tryouts for the team next year, if if they you know if they don't just keep the members that are currently on the team because of the uh, there was no fishing tournament this year, um, but the, the the tryouts next year are what you said they were in Rhinelander. Yeah, they they have had them uh, there. I think for the last ten years in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Okay, and it was forecast to have the tryouts there this year like the i think it was like the second and third week in march mm-hmm. but i guess i'll find out tuesday or wednesday we're having a team conference meeting over the phone we're gonna find out what they're going to do with everything whether they're going to grandfather the team in for next year or mm-hmm. or have the tryouts again you know it's uh i don't know right now but sure. uh, like i said we'll find out you know but now, uh, let, let me ask you here, in, in terms of, well, first of all, actually, I've got a couple of questions. First of all, how many different teams do compete in this this international tournament here? I mean, obviously, you know, the USA and, uh, you know, certainly the host country, but, uh, you know, how many different teams are there from around the, the, the globe that, that participate in this event? Yeah, they, they were expecting 15 teams in Lithuania signed okay. up. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, as, as far as people getting around the world, it's, uh, um, it's hard for some of the poorer people to do that. And so sure. it makes it a little tougher for, to get a lot more people or more countries involved, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, anyway, I'd like to share a little story with you. Certainly. Please do. Uh, okay. Like in, in, uh, 2010, um, Vidalander, Wisconsin, I should say the USA hosted the, the world championship mm-hmm. ice fishing mm-hmm. tournament. And, uh, anyway, they decided to have a parade the day before a competition. And what Rhinelander did is they made a float for each country to go down the streets of Rhinelander. Oh. Thousands of people in the street too. It was 
really good turnout. And uh, the fishermen and uh, their coaches got to walk with their floats down the uh, streets of Rylander, and, and it was really, really neat to see the people were cheering like, oh, here are the Russians, yeah, you know, they're cheering them and the Poles and Finland and, and every country went by, you know, and, and uh, anyway, that night we went back to our banquet room at the resort. Mm-hmm. It's a big room, and they had the flag for each country by where they're sitting and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, a Russian, just before we're ready to eat, a Russian got up and he says, he says, I'd like to make a toast to the USA for such of a great parade that we're able to participate in. And, and everybody in that room stood up and gave the USA a standing ovation. I mean, it was just, it's not always all about fishing, you know, mm-hmm. just uh, really proud to be American that day. That's great. Know, at that time. Yeah. yeah. That's that that's so, that, that's a great story and and I'm I'm sure that was uh, just a just an incredible experience for uh, for you and for everybody that uh, that that participated in that and that 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 is that is so cool to see that that sort of camaraderie and uh, you know just uh, yeah, the sportsmanship that, I guess is, is what the uh, phrase you know, is uh, the fishermen they're just like people like you and I uh, mm-hmm. from these other countries you know and. And they're there for a goal to support their or represent their their country mm-hmm. and do well. And there's some really good fishermen out there, and I'd say some of the best in the world. You know, and, and just be part of that is uh, is outstanding. You know. Now, now let me let me ask you. It, it, you know, it, it's uh, with the uh, and talk a little bit about the tournament here. You said that each round, each day, you're only fishing for three hours, so you're really not. It's kind of unlike some of the, that that maybe folks are maybe a little more accustomed to, where you're fishing, you know, a good portion of the of the day. Um, you know, you're starting early and going through a good chunk of the day. Three hours is not a lot of time to uh, uh, kind of get dialed in and, and find those fish. That's 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 got to be a little bit of extra pressure on the uh, on the fishermen, regardless of of what zone they might be fishing in. Yeah, yeah, it is, and, and you know, um, it's all about speed fishing, mm-hmm. catching as many fish in that short time that you have, you know, and the main thing is to stay on them and, and just, uh, you have to be really fast at what you're doing, you know. <laughs> now, are you, and, are you using the multiple... holes, too. They have, they have hand augers that are just especially really good nowadays, you know. <laughs> now, are you using uh, one line or multiple lines in these tournaments? Uh, one One line is all you can use. Okay. Okay. Just, yeah. So yeah, that cool. that's that can be. A, I'm sure that that that's just got to be a little bit of extra pressure. And let me ask you as well. You, you know, how do you sort of get focused in on? You know, obviously, you know, this year you would have been fishing in Lithuania. Um, certainly, you know, I'm sure there's some similarities there, but there's there's got to be some differences there. You know, you're you're fishing on a completely different continent in a, in a different location uh, in a part of the world that that you know you may not be used to or, or really know much about. How do you go about you know studying what you know what the water is like, what the 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 just all of the little details and things that uh, that you need to know about that certain body of water and what works, what doesn't. That's that sort of thing. I'm sure you bring in some knowledge coming in. Uh, but 
you know, what sort of challenges does this present? Yeah, the 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 fishing over there is uh, on some of the countries uh, a lot different fish than around here. Like they catch what they call roach. It's kind of a like a, a minnow type fish, mm-hmm. and then they catch like uh, um, something like in Ukraine we caught perch over there, mm-hmm. and then we could use some of our same baits. But when you go down to these smaller fish, the size of the jig is so little. And if you don't have something like that, you might as well not even show up. And those are the things that you, you learn and, and figure out before you go there. And, and uh, you know, most of the countries are pretty good to us. We go over there, and, and they'll help us out, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I think we did the same when when they came here, too. You know, that's what it's all about, you bet. Well, yeah, and that was, that was kind of one of my follow-up questions as well, is that, you know, these individuals, these other fishermen from other countries, uh, that's just got to be uh, a lot of, just you know, being able to to sit and talk with them and just kind of get you know share knowledge and share ideas and thoughts about you know different techniques and things like that because I'm sure they bring a lot to the table that you know maybe most ice fishermen here aren't necessarily aware of and and vice versa things that you you know we do here that maybe they don't try it back in their home country. Yeah, you're definitely right there. Um, all the countries, it seems like they, they really do help each other, you know, and, uh, of course they, there's their secrets they hold mm-hmm. and, oh, sure. and they don't want to tell everybody it's competition. They want to, if you get any advantage of all, they want to, you know, take that. But, uh, most of them are pretty good and, uh, it's, uh, yeah, that part of it's really good. Mm-hmm. And, and is the, the equipment and, and, you know, the, the rods, reels, uh, tackle all pretty much similar across the board, regardless of of which country is uh, uh, in the tournament, or is uh, are there just some different things that that maybe um, maybe that they use there that that we don't necessarily see here? Yeah, absolutely. the The fishing tackle uh, that they use over there, and and uh, actually the, the the fisherman for USA. Uh, if we're fishing over there, we, we have to go down to their, their tackle. Mm-hmm. It's all about speed. And, and what they use a lot is, is called a, a palm rod. And sure. so it just, it looks like a little kid's, you know, toy. And, uh, they, they have several of them with them. And if they break their line, they just toss it and they grab a new one out because you don't want, it's about speed. You don't want to take mm-hmm. time to tie a new bait on. They just grab another rod. And, uh, the, like I said earlier, the, the baits are so small, the fish are little, and, and if you don't have that kind of tackle, you're, you're, you must well not show up, like I said, you know. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to share another story with sure. you here before sure, do. we go here. And Anyway, uh, in 2010, it was a year that uh, the USA, Rylander, Wisconsin, hosted the, the same year they hosted the World Championship. And anyway... It was a year that USA ice team won the world championship. Mm-hmm. And so on medal night, it was the last night after competition, um, we're all in the banquet room there, and, and uh, I talked to the waiter, which he was waiting on us all week. His name was Pablo. And I said, Pablo, I says, uh, could you do something for me? He says, what? He says, yeah, anything. And I says, well, what they do is after you get your medal, 
mm-hmm. they play the your Star Spangled Banner. Sure. And I said, could you do me a favor? Could you, right after that, on the jukebox, could you play It's by the Queen and We Are the Champions of the World? <laughs> and uh, right after that got done, it came on, you know, and everybody knows that song. And and uh, I'll tell you what, it was really important to us. Or we felt really good about it. I mean, because we were the champ, mm-hmm. ice fishing champions of the world that day anyway. <laughs> so it was kind of proud. Yeah, oh, American. yeah, that that. That uh, yeah. that that was a that had to have been a, a an incredible moment and uh, congratulations by the way on 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 winning that gold medal back then as well so that's uh, uh, that's 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 pretty neat now in terms of the the, the competition here as well and, and you know how close can some of these contests be I mean are they you know is there you know maybe one team that that sort of uh, stands out or jumps out or is it is it you know, one of those those tournaments that that comes down to you know somebody catching that last fish to put them over the top. I'm sure those. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I I I could tell you that uh, the Russians always do very well. You know, they 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 have a lot of their rules, but there there's a lot of good fishermen out there. But they're they're the top. The Ukrainians are really good, but when they come over here, um, you know, they they learn really fast and on how we catch fish around here, but we, I think we do better around in here in USA, you know, mm-hmm. the, oh, sure. what I'm talking about is the mm-hmm. USA ice fishermen, you know, so. Yeah. But, I, uh, that part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, uh, you know, on, on your home turf. Yeah. It's uh you kind of, right, yeah. you do have that, you do have that advantage now. And, Oh, I know what I was going to ask too. I was going to, pardon me for asking this earlier here. The, the, the people on the, uh, the, the U S ice fishing team, uh, you know, are, are we looking at, you know, people of all ages or, uh, you know, is this kind of a, a young person's sport? Uh, you know, you, like I said, you mentioned Olympics earlier and, you know, you think of the, the young athletes and things like that, but, but is this, is this something, you know, that age isn't necessarily a, uh, 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 a determinant in terms of, uh, ability and things along those lines or, uh, you, you know, so so what are the ages of the folks that are participating in the tournaments? Well, the first year I was I I uh, tried out for the the USA Ice Fishing. I was fifty seven years old, mm-hmm. but you know, as far as age, you know, I think that a lot of the older people have more experience. Mm-hmm. You know, have a little advantage there, but you know, the younger ones they can move faster and drill holes faster. So you know, it, it varies a little bit, but. Also, there's there's women that ice fish. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. one year I uh, I fished against this lady from Finland and uh, a very good fisherman. And it was either the next year or the year after I fished against her daughter. So <laughs> she groomed her daughter and to make the team. And, and some of these, you know, to make some of these teams, it's pretty hard. You just don't just mm-hmm. get, you know, sign up and you're in, you know. Sure, but yeah, it's for women. In fact, uh, another time, I think the first year I was on the team, I uh, fished against uh, a, a lady from Latvia, and she was she actually had a world record of catching the most fish in one in one day, one heat. Wow! You know, so it's it's not just for men; it's for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I recommend that it's it's a a chance in a lifetime, and and uh, I think. I wish we could get more people to try out and a little more support for 
uh, ice fishing. Well, it's you know? and and the other thing too is, and and I'm sure you've you've seen it up there in the Eau Claire area as well. And I've seen I'm seeing it down here too. Is that a lot of the you know the 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 neat thing is is a lot of the like the high schools and and uh, kids of of that age or whatever are are starting these fishing clubs and high school fishing tournaments are starting to take off and you know so that's I, I think that's uh, you know I I think you know eventually you know you're going to see these you know eighteen nineteen year old kids that are going to be you know competing on a, a world stage for. Uh, uh, ice fishing or fishing in general for that matter. So that, that, that's, that's kind of something neat to see There's So I, I, I'm optimistic about things like that. And it, it's, you know, uh, young women, young men, and, you know, they're just, they're just, uh, just incredible with the, some of the things that they do. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like any other sport, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good sport. And, and, uh, I think it, it helps keep the kids out of trouble too. They get sure. involved in something like that. And, and, uh, yeah, I, I think Memorial and North high school in Eau Claire, mm-hmm. they, they had some teams that, uh, um, you know, competed, sure. they have a state championship every year. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all around good for, for, uh, the whole ball of wax. Mm-hmm. And it's, and again, you know, and, and, and I've said this on this show before too, that, you know, fishing is one of those activities. It doesn't matter if you're 18 or, or you know, 68 or, you know. 75 or whatever you know it's something that you can do and enjoy uh maybe not necessarily in a competition but something you can go out and enjoy um just about any day of the week uh you know at any age so that's you know it's something you can do all your entire life which is uh which is always uh always good absolutely the camaraderie and especially taking your your kids out and stuff mm-hmm. i mean you know oh, I mean, yeah. If you don't do it, nobody's gonna, you know. And uh, I like to take kids out and coach them and mm-hmm. help them out beginning, you know. And and you bet. Yep, exactly, exactly. Well, Bill, uh, we'll kind of wind this thing down here a little bit. Is there anything else that maybe I haven't asked that that you want to touch on in terms of uh, uh, you know the ice fishing championships or the team or anything along those lines uh, that uh, that maybe I, again I've overlooked. Uh, no, I think I think everything is covered pretty good. And like I said, if we could get uh, more support for everybody, could make ice fishing a little bigger, mm-hmm. and uh, it would help us all. You know, sure, sure, exactly, exactly. It's uh, it's a it's a it's a great time, and and like you said, the the camaraderie and and the the friendship that you, that you develop, and um, you know, it's just uh, it's just a lot of uh, a lot of fun and a, a great enjoyable activity uh really again fishing any time of the year so uh, bill again i appreciate uh, i appreciate the time and and certainly uh i've probably gone a little longer than than normal but that's okay um but uh, i i really do appreciate you taking the time this morning to uh, to talk with me and uh certainly want to wish uh that hopefully everything will uh will work out and there'll be a uh, uh a competition next year anyway and and uh, you know, USA does uh, does very very well. So again, I appreciate uh, I appreciate the time this morning. All right. Well, thank you too, Kevin. And uh, I enjoyed it. Yep. And you uh, and you're you're actually are you're headed out what you're headed out to the Dakotas to do a little fishing right now yourself. So yeah, we're headed to Devil's Lake. We're on our way. I had my brother pull over, oh. so I wouldn't lose you or anything. Oh. So 
Yeah, we're going to be heading out here in about uh, two minutes. <laughs> well, and, and tell your brother I appreciate him him stopping and uh, and, and and allowing you to uh, uh, chat with me on the phone here. I won't take any more of your time, but uh, again, I appreciate it and and best of luck. And uh, is uh, is uh, coaching on the uh, the USA uh, ice fishing team. So thank you very much. All right, well, thank you very much for well, your time. Thank you too. All right, you take care and and good luck out of Devil's Lake as well. All right, thanks. <laughs> Talk to you later. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye now. That is uh, Billy Whiteside from the uh, U.S. National Ice Fishing Team chatting this morning here about uh, uh, the tournament. Unfortunately, no ice in Lithuania. So, But it sounds like, I mean, that, that would be just an incredible uh, an incredible tournament to, uh, to watch and uh, participate in. So um, I'm going to try and get him back on maybe uh, a little later on when... Right around the time when the before the uh, the tryouts and everything happened. So anyhow, uh, gone a little longer than normal, but uh, that's okay. It's uh, it's my show. I can do that. So take a break. I'll be back in a moment with more of WKTY Outdoors in just a couple of moments on WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. Imagine this. You bundle up and walk out onto a frozen lake on a clear, crisp winter day. Your sled is full of fishing gear, your fishing license in your pocket. You have got it together. Coffee, beer, and your Yeti. You know that when it's freezing outside, your Yeti will keep your coffee hot and your beer cold, but it won't freeze. Ace of Lacrosse has the full line of Yeti products, and they have everything to make sure you have a killer day out on the ice. Ace Hardware, the official hardware store of the Wisconsin Badgers. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Save big money in your next project with 11% off everything right now at Menards. Check out our huge selection of floor and wall tile. Ronyo tiles are beautiful and durable. They're easy to maintain and add style to any room. Get 6 by 36 Fenwood porcelain tile for $3.46 each after 11% off. Sale prices are good through Saturday, January 11th. Savings are a mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. WKTY is your source for high school sports, covering more than 100 local contests each year. And each year we honor the most outstanding student-athletes in the lacrosse area by providing them college scholarships through the Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club. So far, we've given away $100,000 in scholarships. To show your support for high school athletics in the Cooley region, consider patronizing these fine sponsors. ABC Auto Body, Bluffside Tavern, Firefighters Credit Union, Awesome Funeral Home, Kratt Lumber, Mystery Electric, Schumacher Kish Funeral Home, Wafer, Washa Chiropractic Clinic, Balduzzi Lumber, Bagnevsky Heating and Air Conditioning, Costrude and Temp, Brian Sandmeyer Insurance Agency, Remax, Brandon Kane, Hiller Furniture, Five Star Telecom, and Played Again Sports. The Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club. Honoring outstanding student-athletes in the Cooley region. WKTY 
WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. It is 8.52. Got a few minutes left to go in the program here, but uh, yeah, it, was good, it was good talking with uh, with Bill about the, uh, the ice fishing team there. That's uh, That's pretty neat. That is pretty neat. And uh, actually, speaking of, of you know young people and getting them involved in fishing here, too, and have uh, members of the uh, UWL fishing team on the program next week. They've got a tournament coming up uh, shortly here that uh, we're going to talk about, among other things, and talk about the uh, uh, collegiate championships as well. So they've got a team headed down there for that. Uh, so they'll, uh, they'll be on the program next week. So looking forward to, uh, to getting them on and... Talking a little fishing there. Should be fun. Hey, uh, just a little news kind of here uh, that uh, uh, it's one of my favorite spots to go wander down into anyway. And uh, Goose Island is, uh, campground is closed for the, uh, uh, Goose Island Park, I should say, is closed for the, uh, for construction during the the winter months here. Uh, La Crosse County is expanding County Road GI, uh, adding boat landings and improving culverts uh, in the, uh, in the park. And according to La Crosse County Facilities, Parks, and Office Manager uh, Mary Kaufman, uh, it's going to greatly improve access and safety. Um, The road expansion includes trails for hikers and bicyclists uh, recreating at the campground. Uh, And the DNR is also involved in the project as well with uh, uh, some culvert updates to attract the fish. Apparently the the culverts are a little too high uh, in... Uh, you know, I, and I, I know exactly where they're talking about there too. Sometimes that water comes shooting right through there. Other times it's like nothing. So they're going to fix that and hopefully uh, that will uh, improve things in the, uh, the fishery there. But yeah, uh, they are, uh, they are closed uh, for the moment as the construction continues. So it's set to finish in October, uh, but the campground is going to open on April the 15th uh, as well. So, just uh, FYI, I know a lot of folks like to go down there and uh, certainly see, uh, oh, just, a, you know, in addition to the campground folks, but you know, there's a lot of people that like to uh, like to take walks down there, bring their dogs down there. Uh, certainly this time of year, there's ice fishing, uh, kayaking, uh, boating. Um, so just uh, FYI, if you were thinking about heading down that way, uh they're closed. So I just want to let you know about that. Hey, I've got to take another break here, and then I'll be back with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. It's 855. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. Some people have a summer home. Ask me, this winter home is way better. Sure, it looks like a shack, but it's on the water. Keeps the cold out, plenty of seats. Just watch out for the bucket butt. And the fish are biting thanks to Roscoe's Live Bait. They're like my ice fishing interior decorator and accessorizer. The moral of the story is it's okay to call your ice shanty your second home. And Jigs to Gear Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma is your ice fishing headquarters. Buy any rod and reel, get a free line setup. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes. WKTY is your source for high school sports. Covering more than 100 local contests each year. 
And each year, we honor the most outstanding student-athletes in the lacrosse area by providing them college scholarships through the Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club. So far, we've given away $100,000 in scholarships. To show your support for high school athletics in the Cooley region, consider patronizing these fine sponsors. ABC Auto Body, Bluffside Tavern, Firefighters Credit Union, Fawesome Funeral Home, Pratt Lumber, Mystery Electric, Schumacher Kish Funeral Home, Wafer, Washout Chiropractic Clinic, Balduzzi Lumber, Bagnevsky Heating and Air Conditioning, Tostrud and Temp, Brian Sandmeyer Insurance Agency, Remax, Brandon Kane, Killer Furniture, Five Star Telecom, and Played Against Sports. The Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club, honoring outstanding student athletes in the Cooley region. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. At the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And the conditions report brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. And also the hotspot report brought to you by Powerhouse Marine here in La Crosse. And a, a few moments uh, left to go in the program. Again, I want to thank uh, thank my guest, uh, Whiteside, for, uh, for chatting with... Uh, with me this morning here about the U.S. National Ice Fishing Team uh, and that competition. Uh, you know, that, that, that's uh, it's not not your typical comp. Uh, three hours would be wow. That uh, that has to be. Uh, it's sort of like you're under pressure right from the get go, so to speak. I mean, you know, three hours to fish is not a lot of time. If you think, you know. Even fishing on op- during the open water season, that wouldn't be a lot of time. Boy, you really got to get. Uh, and I darn, I didn't ask him too if you know. I'm guessing you probably don't get a chance to pre-fish either. Um, that would be my guess, anyhow. But uh, you know that. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a challenge. There's no doubt about that. But I think that would be, you know, and and I've looked at if you haven't seen those palm rods before, just. Kind of go online. I mean, seriously, they are tiny. Um, and, you know, the actual rod itself is probably, you know, maybe a foot and a half long. Some of them I've seen are short. And I've thought about getting a cup just to try it out, just to, to see. But it's uh, it's really very interesting. I mean, the reel itself is not very big. And um, it's, uh, it's very interesting. A different... Uh, Different style, I'm sure. It's like, yeah, you you break it off and just go get it, grab a new. I mean, you can. I mean, how many of you could pack probably a, twenty of those things in a in your pockets or whatever without too much difficulty at all. So it's interesting, no doubt about it. Anyhow, I, I've got to wrap the show up for this week. Thank you again very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and picked up a few things. And we'll uh, we'll do it again next Saturday. Again, the UWL fishing team is going to be on the program here. We'll get them in the studio and. Chat a little, uh, chat a little fishing. So until then, you have yourself a great weekend, a great week, and we'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors. Western Wisconsin Sports League. WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM.